Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Kennel Health Holistic Healing Hour. Create sales, Kennel Health Holistic Healing Hour. With your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome, one and all. We're here daily, Sunday through Saturday. Continue to grow exponentially with your help. Many of you are paying it forward. Passing on the show, as well as the contents within, we appreciate both. Go exponentially with your help. It does help us with the algorithms of search engines. So thank you for continuing to do so. <clears throat> we are self-sustaining, self-supporting here. I'll talk a little bit about that in the closing of today's show. Welcome, one and all, invited audience, ubiquitous audience, one and all. We talk today about how healing and energy healing specifically work. Make the laying on of the hands energy healing in and of itself. Alternative and integrative medicine. This is also for my faction of the audience. Workouts for geriatric super seniors, where we actually do the physical exercising via my videos with free weights and exercise bands. We're also talking about nutrition and all things senior citizenry, healthcare, life. So let's take a ten-second break, and when we come back, we'll start out with energy healing and how healing energy works by laying on of the hands. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back after the break, and let's start in with energy healing and how energy healing works by the laying on of the hands. Using or laying on of the hands, thousands of healers around the globe have successfully decreased stress, allayed anxiety, reduced pain. Eased asthmatic breathing, lowered high fevers, eliminated inflammation, accelerated wound healing, calmed crying babies, and relieved difficult labor. It works simply, says the innovator of therapeutic touch, Dolores Krieger, Ph.D. R.N. There are no miracles involved. And some of our most striking successes have been with premature babies, anesthetized patients, and those in coma, none of whom were aware that therapeutic touch was in progress. Thus, Dr. Dolores Krieger effectively answers skeptics who claim. That the healer's ability to persuade or suggestion is the producer of a placebo effect in the patient, rather than the transfer of actual healing energy. How might 
You transfer a healing energy by the laying on of hands. The act of centering is the point of entry, which takes place when quiet. You quiet yourself in order to be in touch with innermost nature, your deepest consciousness. When you are on center, your attention is focused on the unperturbable quiet voice within that touches the farther reaches of the mind. And carries with it its own authenticity. The victim is a world of personal exploration, with its own sense of timelessness and implicit order, says Dr. Krieger. While in this source and state of consciousness, the healer attempts to get a sense. Of the patient's problem by being sensitive to differences of energy level and flow of the patient's energy field. To the knowledgeable practitioner, these cues indicate various states of energy imbalance, and are picked up by. One of two ways: skin-to-skin -skin contact, or most for most seriously, without making body contact. Instead, the hands are placed a few inches outside the periphery of the body, directly in the patient's energy field, where the healer can perceive. A breath, an energy flow, pressure, or dysphoriness. That should be dysphoriness, spelled D Y S R. H Y T H M I A S. Take another quick ten-second break, and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome aboard, everybody, and let's cut right to it. This is a repeat of story I've repeated many times over the years in a recent article, probably. Where I do the shows daily, probably a handful of shows ago. Healing Life Force Energy by Dr. Gordon Walker, and quickly reading part one of the manual that I've held up on social media and recanted directly from before verbatim here. Healing with Life Force Energy, part one: The Healing Experience. Sitting three across and on an extreme right of the. Van's front passenger seat. Twenty-one-year-old Mitchell May was in the company of five other young people. It was 1972 when they were driving to a bluegrass music festival in Tennessee. The road was slick with rain, 
joking, singing, laughing, telling stories. Friends were thoroughly enjoying being together. Mitchell frequently faced to the rear of the vehicle for conversation about his activities as a farmer, who grew organic vegetables, grains, and soybeans. He had been experimenting with innovative methods for producing soy milk, soy ice cream, and soy cheese. My head was turned towards my friends in the back seat when I had an ominous premonition. The vision before me was of a large car hitting us head-on. When I quickly faced the front, I saw the same scene of the car coming straight at us. Said Mitchell May, I instinctively acted to save the young woman. Beside me, by lifting her bodily and throwing her over the seat to the rear, the driver of our van swerved left in an attempt to avoid the other out-of-control vehicle, which swung us around on the slippery pavement. And the oncoming car hit us with tremendous force at our right front fender and side. I was thrown partially through the front of the van, lying half in and half out of our vehicle. Added Mitchell, the van was collapsed and crushed inward. Exactly at the spot where I was sitting, its compacted metallic parts were wrapped around me so tightly. People said afterwards it took the rescuing crew 45 minutes to extract me from the vehicle. I was unconscious. None of the other young adults were seriously hurt, but Mitchell May had sustained devastating injuries. He was taken to a rural Tennessee hospital with his final signs almost gone, and remained in a coma for over a week. The victim's left leg had broken in six places, but his right leg had suffered 40 fractures from hip to toes. He had multiple broken ribs too. By the time he was cut out of the pile of twisted metal, his punctured lungs had collapsed from hemoneumo. Thorax and his heart had stopped beating. He was pronounced dead. The ambulance crew managed to start his heart pumping, but at the hospital it stopped again. The emergency room team restarted Mitchell's atrioventricular heart node, this time by electrical pulsation. They patched up his lungs too. A devastating leg injury. Mitchell's legs were. With their numerous fractures, were another problem for the orthopedists, plastic surgeons, and neurosurgeons alike. Joints at the right ankle and knee were totally destroyed. Nearly all of the skin and muscle tissue was missing from knees to ankles, and the right leg had almost three inches of bone and nerve tissue torn away. Numerous surgeries were anticipated, but doctors judged it best to wait until the young man grew stronger. It wasn't likely that he would survive another shock to his body by a surgical trauma. When he awakened from the coma, because of his right leg's severity of damaged and exposed nerve, Mitchell's pain struck overwhelmingly and without let-up. Neither oral nor injectable opiates did anything to assuage the terrible burning, stinging, aching sensations. It was asked if his leg lay immersed in hot coals. The medical specialist's consensus was to amputate the right leg. However, they agreed that such a procedure must take place as soon as Mitchell's condition stabilized enough for him to survive surgery. Moving in and out of consciousness while being given morphine, antibiotics, and other chemotherapeutic agents, Mitchell repeatedly refused to allow the doctors to remove his leg.
infection set in. Osteomyelitis, Pseudomonas, Staphylococcus, and other pathological bacteria put him in danger of septicemia. Eventually, he was transferred to Vanderbilt University Medical Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, where doctors affirmed that his life was definitely at danger. And his leg was not. If it was not removed, still he refused the amputation. For his instincts told him that other alternatives might be possible. As I hovered in and out of consciousness, with my body still deteriorating, the doctors kept insisting that I would never walk on my own again. I began to realize how serious my injuries were. Mitchell said, "I refused the amputation because I sensed there was something inside of." This experience, some secret, some key that I needed to receive. I understood instinctively that by not claiming this experience as my own, I would be missing some vital lesson that was central to my being. Therefore, my decision was to inhabit this experience all the way to its end. Six weeks passed in Nashville's largest hospital as Mitchell lingered. In intensive care, metal plates were implanted in his leg to hold the severed parts together and give the limb greater stability. I'm hopefully going to whet everyone's appetite. Join me again tomorrow in this saga as I'm going to continue it. It's a pretty extensive story. How pure synergy came to its infancy through this great man and Wolf. Fit this in in tomorrow in ongoing anthologies as we are here daily. Stay with us after the 10-second break. We'll talk about other great ways to include pure synergy, incorporating natural herbs, clays, tinctures, well-crafted foods into overall health and well-being for the mind, the body, and the soul. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, and welcome back. And this will be the last segment for today's show. As we phase out here, probably another ten minutes or so. Thanks for joining us again. To the knowledgeable practitioner, cues that indicate various states of energy imbalance that are picked up either by skin-to-skin contact or more sensitively. Without making body contact, instead the hands are placed a few inches outside the periphery of the body, directly in the patient's energy field, where the healer can perceive a break in energy flow, pressure, or disheimuth. Yes. Clues recognized by healers as indicating the presence of pathology are similar to those. Remarked upon by masters of qigong. Qigong. Too much of too little energy is observed as alterations in the patient's body, ranging from heat or cold in the deep tissues to pressure or a sense of congested flow. How life energy heals. 
Dr. Krieger advises that following a healer's assessment of the patient, the reliability is tested by checking laboratory reports. The healer then tries to rebalance the patient's energy field, repatterning it so that it functions and the functions of the body may resume as an integrated whole. The healer does not create energy, but directs or modulates it. The most important ingredient used in the laying on of hands is knowledgeable intentionality, owned with the context of compassionate concern for one in need. Therapeutic touch accelerates the whole healing process. It is particularly effective in working with fluid and electrolyte imbalances, dysfunctions, of the autonomic autonomic nervous system, lymphatic and circulatory dysfunctions, and musculoskeletal problems. Regular sessions of the laying on of the hands have a cumulative effect. Response to treatment may be immediate, or change may take hours or days. Length of illness, the degree to which symptoms interfere with lifestyle and general health, are some of the factors that influence the success of therapeutic touch. All of this is from a pamphlet. That I talked about on my social media some time ago now, but that shows archivally going back to about 1995 by the Synergy Company, and it's about the author Dr. Walker, who is recognized as the world then even you know in 1995, world recognized as a world leading medical journalist specializing in holistic medicine. Orthomolecular nutrition and alternative methods of healing. This was the start of the Pure Synergy Company, and the amazing story of healing with life force energy by Dr. Morton Walker, reprinted from the Townsend Letter for Doctors and Patients. Indeed, a medical journal. The Synergy Company. 2279 South Resource Boulevard, Moab, Utah, Moab, Utah, 84532. Continuing through the pamphlet that I read from, dissertated from, going back to my early business relationship in the 90s with the company, and in many capacities, continuing to this day to be a goodwill ambassador of their products. And I just did some product videos, testimonials. I ordered the product, not with a degree of frequency that I'd like to, which has also been a topic of recent shows. So, part one of the healing experience back then, healing with life force energy. It recapped Mitchell May in his horrendous car accident. It's probably I do these shows daily, so it's probably several shows ago now archivally. If you'd like to retrieve that, it's an amazing listen and read. It's an amazing story. 
And these adaptations from that pamphlet, healing energy from the laying on of hands, and how it incorporated into Mitchell's amazing recovery. Eventually, starting pure synergy. You'll be hearing me talk much more about pure synergy. It's there for, for always and forever. Part of my direct to the manufacturer all car program. And as always, however you get to the end result with these fine manufacturers and providers. Fine products. That's the goal. Now, having said that, I'll be highlighting my advocacy program over at my business show. As I said in the opening, we're self-supporting here at the show to give back and continue to expand our horizons, which we intend to do here at the show. Updating equipment, continuing to have provocative guests on the show. So, be talking about. Passive and residual market sharing, but over and above, and to coincide with that, the many groups of intuitives that I'm blessed to be members of, professing forward, how all in the eyes and ears of the beholder, but you have the opportunity to afford yourself the opportunity to have the highest efficacious apothecary medicine chest for yourself, your family, your friends, your pets. Your dynamics, whatever they are, within demographics, more so now than ever, with the challenges of the world, the toxicity in the world, inflation, the dead dollar, the soon-to-change dollar. <laughs> in the world, as it turns moving forward on its axis, which <clears throat> has some challenges, for sure. So toxicity, forever and ever, always continuing to increase by the second. Land, sea, air. So segueing out with the products as I've known them forever. Many of you are familiar with Pure Synergy. Quality, great quality control, high efficacious. There are no fillers used, such as apple pectin or rice bran or flax meal or barley malt or multidextrin or apple fiber or grass fiber powders or other low-cost items that add bulk and fiber, but little nourishment. These are true plant-based ingredients that are obtained directly from Synergy's existing and exclusive farmers. This goes back to the 1995 and up to and including today. The ingredients are obtained directly from Synergy's exclusive farmers, growers, and other producers. Mitchell is involved in the growing, harvesting, and preparation of all of Pure Synergy's components. All drying, milling, and processing of the Pure Synergy vulnerable, heat-sensitive ingredients. Award-winning facility using only. Cyrogenic coal processing, 
was back in the 90s. Now, you know, I can't speak for hands-on to the years now. What he does behind the scenes to the fullest extent, and his capacity may or may not be waning as far as hands-on. I don't know that, but I do know the quality from then to now. Each ingredient and in pure synergy comes with an official laboratory certificate of analysis. In addition. Every ingredient is tested for purity at an independent FDA-regulated and USDA-certified laboratory. Pure Synergy's ingredients are collectively put through over 200 stringent laboratory tests for quality control with every fresh batch produced. The standards set by the Synergy Company for Pure Synergy meet or exceed all FDA guidelines in the industry. Pure Synergy is packed only in glass. One of the most impressive things that preserves the quantity and quality of within. Now keep in mind, a little bit heavier because of the fact, a little bit more costly because of the fact, and the ingredients within are too, but they are well worth it because Pure Synergy is packaged only in glass, and the only packaging materials that are 100%. Blocks the entrance of oxygen and the subsequent deterioration and oxidization of ingredients. All bottles of Pure Synergy contain a special packet designed to absorb any residual oxygen. These bottles are then sealed using laser induction technology, which positively ensures a perfect oxygen-free atmosphere with a hermetic seal. In addition, because light is also responsible for adding to nutrient loss, Pure Synergy bottles are protectively amber-colored. All bleeding and I'm sorry, all blending and bottling is done at the Synergy Company's own certified organic and kosher FDA-registered facility, pursuant to good manufacturing practices (GMP practices). This is from 1995. The pamphlet that I'm reading from, the service has not diminished in any way, shape, or form. My envisions are some of the lab reports might be intensified by even more than what they were, you know, 30 years ago. I don't know that, and I can't speak for them, and I'm not here to do so. They do so quite well for themselves. Thank you very much. Continuing here, finishing up, Mitchell and others at the Synergy Company. Participate in every aspect of the manufacturing process. Pure Synergy is stored in a climate-controlled environment until the time of shipment, and the Synergy Company sells only direct to consumers and select healthcare providers, and is not available through typical retail channels and multi-level marketing structures, which are still viable business models. <laughs> Gonna cut it out there for today to try to keep it to the 30-minute time zone. We'll see you all tomorrow. We'll say bye-bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody. We'll be continuing talking about life force energy. Bye-bye for now.